Blog Talk Radio. Coming at you live. It is Buzzworthy Radio, where you can get the latest buzz on all your favorite shows and stars. Buzzworthy starts now. Hey, this is Brody Hustler. I used to be on soap operas. Listen to Buzzworthy Radio. It rocks. Morning, everybody. Welcome to a new episode of Buzzworthy Radio here on blogtalkradio.com and on buzzworthyradio.net. I'm your host, Navelle J. Lee. It is Thursday. It's closer to the weekend, you guys. September 29th, 2011, of course. It's also closer to the 1st of October, which is a Saturday as well. I can't believe it. It's just flying on by. I Pretty soon, it'll be 2012. Oof. Can you believe it? And I gotta tell you, I had the weirdest dream last night about what life to live, but we'll get into that after our first interview of the morning. I'll get into that in a little bit later. First up, we have two great guests on the show today. But first up, we have on Rachel Fox. She stars in the Universal Pictures film Dream House, which premieres in theaters this Friday with Daniel Craig. She stopped by to talk to us a little bit about that, as well as uh, Desperate Housewives. I had the pleasure of her talking to her earlier this week, and I had the pleasure of sharing this interview with you right now. So before we get into where our second guest makes his appearance, here's our interview first up with Rachel. You're good? I'm good, yeah, too. Yeah, definitely. Now that we got everything situated and straight, now I think we're good. <laughs> I think I think we are all good, yes. <laughs> So, so let, let's talk about uh, Dream House. Exactly what is this movie about, and the, the character you play. So, give us a little, give us a little feedback. All right. Well, the film is um, a psychological thriller, which who who doesn't love psychological thriller? Um, and it's it's about a man who moves into, or a man and his family. They move into this house where the family before them was murdered, but they didn't know that when they moved in there. Um, but after they moved in, they found out about these murders that happened in the house, and it, it's basically um, my character is the girl across the street, and she knew about the murders. Her best friend was uh, the little girl um, who got murdered, uh, you know, with the family before them. And um, it's just it's really crazy. It's it's a well acted, really beautiful looking film, and we had we had a great time making it. You got a nice you got a nice well well rounded well rounded hello. <laughs> Well-rounded cast. Well-rounded. <laughs> Well-rounded. Yeah, I know. That's a tongue twister. <laughs> yeah. So I'm going to say well-wounded instead of well-rounded. Uh, cast I know. Is, it's, it's so difficult. In this film, you have Daniel Craig, Naomi Watts, both in, both in this film. What were they like to act opposite of in, in this film? Oh, well, they were they were geniuses. I mean, they, um, you know, they're of... They're, of the caliber of like you know absolute top notch A list actors and their the the type of brilliance and creativeness that that was coming from them um, was just unbelievable. It was unbelievable to be around and I I got to learn a lot and just the the experience was really unreplaceable. Oh, absolutely. And you this isn't and of course this isn't your first acting position. You've also been in some other numerous shows, a few of which have been Melissa and Joey, obviously, uh, iCarly and Hannah Montana and Desperate Housewives was in the final season. But I know, I know, it's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Are you actually gonna be in it this season? 
in Desperate Housewives this season? Yeah. Well, okay. I there have been rumors that my character may come back, um, may make an evil return now that Tom and Lynette have gotten divorced. Um, there have been rumors, and that's all I can say. <laughs> that's all we can say. So we don't. That's we all don't I know. can. That's all I can give you right now. <laughs> oh, no more. I was gonna. I was gonna try for a little more, but I guess I. It's not. It's not going to work. Uh, that's, a, that's a good amount, though, right? That's enough. <laughs> it's enough. We're, we're hearing some rumbling, but it's enough, I guess. We'll just yeah. have to see. Yeah. Now, now, how did you now how did you get involved in acting? Was it something that you wanted to do for a long time, or? Well, it was something that I I I'm, I used to live in Cleveland, Ohio, um, and it was something that, you know, as I was five, I, I did plays and I did a few commercials and print work here and there, um, but it wasn't really, you know, it wasn't really the stuff that you can get out here. So my mom uh, and my whole family, we had come out to California for just this week long acting camp, and we weren't expecting anything. Like we just kind of almost came out for fun, just to see how we liked California. So we went out here for a week for this little acting camp. And uh, agents came to the camp, and they basically we, we did a showcase for them. And um, we we expected to do the week-long camp and go home. But basically we did the week-long camp and got calls from agents that they wanted to, you know, represent me. And we really, we never left. We just stayed. And I just started auditioning and booking work, and it, it just kind of everything fell into place. It was, it was nice. Um, um, and that I, I've been doing this for about six years now. So. Well, congratulations. That's yeah, amazing. thank you, thank you. It's been fun. Is it when you first got into it? My my main thing about this is that you know everybody who wants to get into acting, they always have this opinion about it, especially my mother, that it's a tough medium to get into. Did you feel like timid when you first wanted to get into it at all? Even though even though it was just like something and you found so much fun, and look at the success you have. But in a split second, did you feel, oh, my God, what am I getting myself into? <laughs> um, you know what? Actually, I, I even even now, I every day I, I think about, I think that to myself. I go, oh, my gosh, what am I doing here? But, um, I mean, like, it's, 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 it really, I feel that way often. I think it's, it's, it's something that's really hard to get started. You know, it's hard to get your ball rolling, but once you get it rolling, you know, then you're good, then you're in a – then you're in a place where you can keep going, and, and you know you just you, you're good. Um, and I mean, it's still it's still definitely every day has its has its difficulties and its its challenges to work through. And I I do I constantly think to myself, what am I doing? But you know, then I then I walk on set and I go, it all comes back to me. It's like this is what I love and this is what I want to do for the rest of my life. And I'm, I'm never going to stop because like the 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 reward of being on set is bigger than everything. Absolutely. So yeah. Now, is there is there anybody that you would like to work with that you haven't worked with yet? There, the list is so long. Oh my gosh, there are so many actors that I I love and I look up to. Like, um, my main one probably is Meryl Streep. I love her. Like, I every film I've ever seen her, and she's amazing. So she's definitely like one of my top people that I'm dying to work with. Is she your is, was she your acting inspiration for wanting to get into the acting field, or was it actually somebody else? Um, it's hard to say. I wasn't um, as far as with specific people. I wasn't actually inspired by one specific person to get into acting. It was just it was like one of those things that fell into place. Um, but I mean, I have I have been uh, in love with her for a long, long time, and I um, 
she's definitely an inspiration to me, and I, someone that I look up to greatly in the acting world. Absolutely. Who who doesn't look up to Meryl Streep? No, uh, I know she like she she wins so many awards and she does so many amazing things, and my God, I just love her. <laughs> <laughs> what do you prefer? Uh, well, not really prefer, but what do you like doing more? Comedies, dramas? Like, what do you what do you like doing? Um, that's a good question. Um, I think I think there, it, it's different. I think uh, certain each each thing has its really fun points. Each thing has its really difficult points. Um, I I really love something about comedy for me. It's just so fun. It's really fun. Uh, just a fun thing to work on because you're always laughing. You know, when you're on set and you're just it's, you're just staying in this really happy, funny place, and I, I I love getting the chance to make people laugh. It's just it's really fun. And sitcom sitcom is one of my favorite things to do because um, you know you get the audience laughing at you you know immediately, and it's just I love that energy. It's great. But don't you find well not necessarily funny, but do, do you think that uh, comedy is a lot difficult to play because of the fact that you don't know if they're going to laugh at this or you don't know how the audience is going to react to something when you do when you do a comedy. I've, I I I honestly probably would get scared to do it because you I would, would be that I'd be that one guy. I'd be that one guy that'd be standing there going like, "Yeah, this is the part you laugh, but you're not laughing." So I completely and just utterly just ruined this whole entire why, you know? It's 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 interesting. It's it's crazy, but like when you when you go in to do a comedy or when you go into you know do a, something where you're having to you know expect laughter that like you cannot it's if you aren't in that mindset like oh my gosh they have to laugh what if they don't laugh like if you aren't thinking that if you're just thinking um, about the words you're saying and why it's funny um, then then they do laugh like if you think like oh my god I, I, they're not gonna laugh or I'm so nervous then then they won't laugh like if you go in with that mindset it, it won't work out well but if you just you know, if if you if you have a really relaxed attitude, you're totally chill. I mean, you're not going to get a laugh on every joke, but there's going to be so many that you do get a laugh on. If you just go in thinking like that, then then you got it. You know, you're good. It's just it's all about the mindset you're in. You know. Absolutely. You so what's this, um besides the movie? Are you right now working on any other projects that and you can say? I can, uh, yes. Uh, I just finished a film with. Um, John Lovitz, I played his daughter, uh, Rita Wilson, Jennifer Love Hewitt, and Bill David Moore. It's called Zootopia, and it's coming out next next year. It's a comedy. It's a really funny comedy. Great, amazing, huge cast. Wonderful. And the and yeah. Dreamhouse and Dreamhouse uh, is in theaters this Friday, correct? This Friday, yes, September thirtieth. Okay, great. Now we'll be looking forward in, in that. You play Chloe Patterson in this film. It's called Dream Houses and Theaters this Friday. Rachel Fox, uh, thank you for taking at least the time to chat with me and finally getting you here because <laughs> we didn't get you here earlier. <laughs> I know. It's kind of crazy getting here, but I'm glad I'm here now. <laughs> we got you here now. so I Yeah, right. It. Oh, absolutely. It was fun. Take care. Have fun. All right. Thank you. That was Rachel Fox, everybody. Make sure you check her out in Universal Pictures' Dream House, which premieres in theaters tomorrow, this Friday. Now, about this dream I had about One Life to Live, um, you know, it's funny because 
last night I was on Twitter and I was completely oblivious to the fact that there was news that apparently it broke out that Kurt McKinney was going to be on the show as a, as a doctor. Um, you know, so it was kind of like, so there was that that helped fuel the dream as well as everybody going on about uh, this thing that was going on with the vice president of publicity for Regis and Kelly. And, you know, it, it, it's amazing to me that the words I was hacked seems to be a trademark with ABC lately. And did I just really fall off that turnip truck? Man, like, I'm really supposed to believe that, oh, yeah, by the way, I was hacked. I didn't, this was not something that I would say, blah, blah. You know, it's just, my thing is, everyone is entitled to their opinion. Of course they are. They're entitled to how they feel. But it's another thing when you just blatantly go ahead and go, oh, yeah, by the way, I was hacked. I was hacked. You know, don't get your pennies in a twist. Seriously, who says that? Who said that? So, I really don't know what to make of it, except that, you know, I just can't. mm -mm. Don't look a gift horse in the mouth, especially where ABC is concerned, because it could possibly, your show would be going next. So, you could be sipping some gin and juice, to quote from the Snoop, Snoop Dogg rap song, at the moment. Without any problems, your show's feeling safe and secure. But mind you, they could drop you. And it is quite possible from what someone said on Twitter the other night that um, they could lose that show once Regis departs in November and give that hour, that extra hour to Good Morning America. That's bad enough. We did that with today. Do we really need that with Good Morning America as well? I don't think so. So... Yeah, don't don't look at it as if, you know, that's just something that's so high and mighty and major that you're okay, you are safe, when really, in reality, especially now in this day and age, you really are not. So think before you react, okay? Just, just think before you react. I don't know. But while you contemplate that statement, let's contemplate on our guest for this morning. He stars in the new NBC show, Prime Suspect, which airs every Thursday night at 10 p.m. Eastern. Of course, I got to watch him when he was Miguel Alvarez in Oz. And I'm so excited to have this guy on this morning. Kirk Acevedo is joining us. How are you? Hey, how are you? Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Thank you so much for stopping by. I appreciate it. Oh, very cool. I'm as I said when I brought you on. I said, "Yeah, I watched this guy when he was on Oz." I, I, I'm just like completely humbled. So there you go. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I, I had to. I had to bring that up because that was one of my all-time favorite sh- favorite shows when it was on the air. And and yeah, that was that was intense. That was an intense show. I, 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 what was that doing that show? What was that experience like for you? Well, you know, people ask me the same question. Like, was it like, you know, it was like calm and quiet on set and very tense? And I go, you know, because the material was so heavy and edgy that you necessarily couldn't walk around like that because you would just be burnt out by like the second day. So yeah. we were, humor would just pop up. It was the funniest stuff. You know, someone would, you know, okay, well, I got to go to the hole today and, or I got to get, you know, <laughs> raped by these inmates. 
and we would just come up with jokes and stuff. So it was actually really funny on set, actually, the total opposite of what people think would happen. I love it, and it's just it just basically just answered my next question, where it was like, do you still get people that ever ask you about Oz still to this day? And oh, it, all you the just, time, all the time, all the time. I mean, it's just it's just surprising. It's all the time, and this is very, it's it's more bizarre when you know when women, <laughs> it's just it's like really you're watching that show, <laughs> like so, <laughs> you know, uh, yeah, no, it's just. At least a couple of times every day. That's good. Now let's let's talk about yeah. your 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 new role on on Prime Suspects, who you play, and, and, as well as giving a little bit of a taste of exactly what this show is about for those that haven't seen yeah. the first episode yet. Uh, basically, it's uh, about a female homicide uh, detective in New York City who uh, has to deal with sort of like the male-dominated uh, precinct. And, you know, in real life, in New York City to this day, there's only one female homicide detective in New York City. Only one homicide. Only one? So, only one. There's other det- female detectives, but not homicide detectives. But not homicide. Okay. Right. And so, you know, when people talk about, like, you know, the sexism is a too overt, well, there's only one homicide female cop and it's just um so she's to deal with that and obviously we have a great cast and and Aiden Quinn and Pete Garrity and Maria Bello of course and Brino Byrne so it's just blue chips across great writing you know Pete Berg directing mm-hmm. so I, I'm very excited about this and you play uh Luisito Calderon my God, that was yeah. like a fake Spanish accent. Don't mind me. Uh, <laughs> it just, it just Listen, came out that way. Say. It's hard for me to say. I mean, it's a mouthful. Yeah, no, Lu- Lu- Lucita Calderon and in, in the in, in the my backstory, which you'll, you'll find out later on. He's like married, and my wife has been married three other times, and she's got like nine kids. Oh my gosh. So, and none of them are mine. <laughs> and none of them. Are, but. Wow. Uh, no, 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 no. That's how you know it's love. <laughs> yeah, she it's could be love. That are not yours. Oh yeah, I really love this woman. <laughs> <laughs> She's probably really hot. Just, you know what I mean? <laughs> so yeah, and, and he has anger management issues because he's trying to always deal with the the deadbeat dads who don't pay child support. So, a little backstory on my character there. Hmm. We'll see that play out within the next several weeks. Yeah. Okay. Very, very good. What makes this show different than any other procedural drama that is on the air right now? Uh, oh, well, that's easy. Uh, the the female detectives don't look like they stepped out of a Vogue catalog. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like high heels and like lingerie, and they're like, freeze. Like, I mean, just like... <laughs> I mean, you know, ours is based in reality. You know, our technical advisor is like one of the most decorated decorated homicide detectives ever in New York City. And Maria Bello, of course, you know, she plays it realistic and edgy and, you know, and, you know, these things of, you know, most of the perps and the people are going to be bigger and stronger than her. And how does she deal with that? You know, 
So it's based in reality. It's not, you know, you don't see someone with, like, glossy lipstick on, you know, <laughs> like interrogating <laughs> someone. Like, you know, like a hardened inmate, and she looks like she's a supermodel, and how is she going to gain any respect? Do you, do you know what I mean? Like I do. And that was a complete answer that I completely was, like, babbled by because I wasn't expecting it. But it was like, when you said it, I said, that is so true when I watched these shows. I did not. I did not expect you to say that, and so I was completely caught off guard. But it was the truth. But it's the truth, though. It, it just yeah. I mean, and Maria Bell is, you know, she's so physical and she's very, you know, athletic and aggressive. You know, you buy her being a detective. You know what I mean, right. physically. Whereas these other women, they're so waifish. It's like, come on. There's no way you're going to chase me down. There's no way you're going to catch me. You have to shoot me in the back. Yeah, shoot you in the back first. And, yeah, run. You're going to chase them in heels. You know, you're going to chase them in heels, and basically throughout the entire New York arena. I mean, come on. Who who does that? Yeah, it's not <laughs> realistic. It, it really isn't realistic. And, and that's what I'll say the difference with our show is, is that it's more based in reality and and then also it's it's funny it's the humor is just so edgy because these cops in real life I mean the things they talk about or point out while they're reviewing homicide cases are just hysterical how they get hungry or how sometimes they have to use the restroom and <laughs> you know they're in a homicide scene it's hysterical so. <laughs> You know, we, we implement a lot of that in the show. That's good. What what can we uh what are we expecting to see in tonight's show? Can you give us a little I, Yeah, I think tonight's show is about uh a uh child uh predator who we're trying to figure out if he's innocent or not. And okay. That's, um yeah, and that's the, the gist of the, the this episode two, yeah. Absolutely. And I was I was told to ask about this. I, I I made my Twitter fan know I will talk I will bring this up. She was a huge she was a huge Band of Brothers fan. Right. She she loved Band of Brothers. She she pretty much wanted to know like uh, pretty much like about that. She was just like all up in arms about my God, you're talking to him. Can you mention Band of Brothers? <laughs> I was a huge fan of this and that. What that right. was like and all that, I was like, I'll do it, I'll do it, I'll do it for you. So Jenna, Michelle, well, I mean, for you. Well, I mean, you know, Band of Brothers was, you know, you, the characters you played were actually real characters. These are guys that really lived, and they really were in easy company, and they were real heroes, you know. They really did all the things that were showed on screen. You know, I always tell about this one story, a lot of people don't know that, the character I played Joe Toy, when they were in Bastogne and the Germans were bombarding them with shells in, in the forest, Captain Winters needed to know how many Germans there were, where they were at. And so my character, Joe Toy, this is real life, he just disappears. And so everyone thought yeah. he committed AWOL. He comes back two days later with a live... German prisoner. You you couldn't make this up. Like if you put this in a yeah. movie, they would they would laugh at you and say that no way that could ever happen. These things all happened. I mean, just 
a different breed of man, you know, men back then. I mean, just different, you know, tough, tough guys, you know. Yeah. And they were little. Another thing you don't realize is because they were paratroopers, they were all little. Because you had the parachutes could only hold up to like 200 and something pounds. And they would have <laughs> like 100 pounds of equipment on them. So when we saw them, you know, the, the ones that were still left alive in uh, in London, they're like five foot six. Wow. Five foot five. I mean, they're teeny. You know, drop behind enemy lines. You know, and what you had on you is what you had on you. They they didn't drop food in when you needed it. They would have to forge for themselves. I mean, just tough, tough guys. So, yeah, it was it was a great experience. Absolutely, and we'll we'll look forward to seeing you again tonight on Prime Suspect. Thank you, dude. Thank you so much for stopping by. It was a pleasure having you oh, here. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. No problem, man. Take care. Thank you. Bye. 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 Kirk Acevedo, everybody. NBC's Prime Suspect airs every Thursday. Airs tonight, 10 p.m. on NBC. That's going to do it for our show now. Thank you so much for tuning in. We're going to be back Monday with former Days of Our Lives writer Sherry Anderson. She's going to stop by the show at 5 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Pacific here on blogtalkradio.com slash buzzworthyradio. Again, if you missed any of our shows, you can always visit this website as well as our official website at www.buzzworthyradio.net. I'm Nabel Jay Lee, making sure you get the latest buzz with Buzzworthy Radio. We'll see you guys next week. Have a good weekend. Hello there, this is Christy Clark from Days of Our Lives, and you're listening to Buzzworthy Radio. Can't get enough of Buzzworthy Radio. Log on now to www.buzzworthyradio.net to get the latest news on upcoming guests, past shows, and videos of all your favorite stars. Keep getting the latest buzz with Buzzworthy. Buzzworthy.